poor role model for these kids. Do you know that? Substitute chemistry teacher. Mong Tong. Math tutor. Pinhead. Prison barber. Muddle lover. Nearsighted gynecologist. In your face, camel cake. In your rear, cow derriere. Lion crying, spying, prying, ultra pig. You lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre chewed food, dude. Bag of rain, cleaner! You man! Stop it, stop it, man! Just hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out with the family. Lad in England. <laughs> About 6,000 quid, love. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! My God! So the banning. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, come to Neverland if you want your kids back. Yes. Signed, James Hook, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> it's annotated. Yeah. <laughs> Would you work out and get fit in three days? But the catch is you have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. Ooh, That'll be a hard pass. <laughs> That'll be a hard pass. Hang out with the family. Having ourselves a party. Good morning, Neverland! Like that Easter egg? <laughs> Yes, like that one. Welcome back to Mixed Movie Reviews, our bi-weekly, bi-racial podcast where we discuss, roast, and reminisce about the movies we grew up with. <laughs> Be like, sorry, reminisce. sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. Jeez. My name is Taylor, and I'm Do here you- with my siblings, Isabel. And send it some. Hey guys. Jeez. You guys doing okay? Can yeah, we do we're doing again? fine. Do you want to start that over again? No. I think it was fine. Reminisce about movies. You, it kind of sounded like the gopher yep. from uh, Winnie the Pooh. It's like, say, Sonny. <laughs> oh, I got that. Oh, I understand. <laughs> now, if you guys out there like what we're doing, leave us a review on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. And you can also find us on Instagram at Mixed Movie Reviews, where we post funny screenshots from the movies we talk about and fun and cherished moments from our recordings, usually us being silly billies. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Silly billies. <laughs> Nailed it. This week's episode, we are discussing the Steven Spielberg classic and one of my top three favorite movies of all time, mm-hmm. Hook. Now, this movie came out December 11th, 1991 with a budget of 70 million and made 300 million oh, at the box office. So it but was successful by some people's standards. Okay. Steven Spielberg actually did not like this movie. Yeah. And he only really liked it until after it made money. Well, after <laughs> it made money, but also when Robin Williams died. He was like, I can appreciate this movie for what it is. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's bad that he sees it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be different when you're a director. But, I don't know, some people just aren't in love with their projects all yeah, the time. Yeah, I was reading an article that said that um, after the movie came out, he felt like he really didn't know what he was doing mm-hmm. on this. And he was trying to make up for some of the movie's shortcomings by, like, production. Like, adding mm-hmm. stuff to it. Hmm. So, yeah. instead of, like, like, just telling the story through the, through the acting. 
Which is like, as a kid, like I loved this movie and watching it again as an adult, like I laughed, I cried and like just appreciated like what this film was. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, dang, that kind of sucks. He did it. I think he did a good job. So yeah, I think we all. Yeah. When sorry, when did Robin Williams die in relation to this movie coming out in 91? 2014. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, dang, he didn't appreciate it until like. (laughs) He showed the movie in his collection until Robin Williams passed, and he's like, you know what? I kind of like this movie. Yeah, weird. Was that the last movie he did with Robin Williams? I don't know. That would be a long time. Well, no, but I didn't know if anybody had I'm sure that they were friends to a certain extent. So Hook stars an amazing cast with Robin Williams as Peter Pan slash Peter Banning, which I've always thought was a weird last name. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Hoffman as Captain James Hook. (laughs) <laughs> Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell, Bob Hoskins as Smee, Dame Maggie Smith as Wendy Darling, and of course, quick shout out to Dante Bosco, our favorite rebel lost boy Rufio, yeah. mm-hmm. who is also the voice of Zuko from The Last Airbender, which is the thing that I recognize him from the most. Okay. Oh. I had someone walk in. They're like, oh, that's uh, The Last Airbender. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, like, that's Rufio. It's yeah, like, he's he's actually a pretty prolific voice actor. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. And, of course, one of the main reasons this movie works so well is because the music is done by John Williams himself. What else did he do? What I mean, else didn't he do? I was I mean, like... He, did. I he was didn't like, do Star anything Wars, that Hans Zimmer did. Alone. That's <laughs> what... <laughs> Great observation. Yeah. Style. What did you say? He didn't do anything that Hans Zimmer did. <laughs> And then what does Hans Zimmer not do? There were so. some... I thought it was Home Alone. I didn't look it up while I was watching. I mean, he did Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Hey, there's like so many movies that I can't even like... Jurassic Park. I can't even name them. But I noticed that the <laughs> music was movie. very similar to Home Alone. That's why I was like, oh. The sound mm. of it? Prob- yeah. yeah. It's like kind of like whimsical. That's all I got <laughs> to describe his music. <laughs> It's kind of, I don't know, it's a little light and airy with like a little bit of mystery behind it. Cool. I think it, yeah, I definitely think it has that whimsical aspect to it. And this movie takes place in this world, Neverland. And it definitely leans heavy into the, I don't know, magic and mystery and wackiness of this world. So Mm -hmm. growing up, this movie was always one of my favorites. And as time has gone on, the more I watch this movie, I think the more emotional I get about it. Mm Mm-hmm. One, because it reminds me of childhood. Being an orphaned, being adopted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, left in a park. Yep. A leaf put over you. Like, ah! little, little wet-soaked baby <laughs> cried at Brevoort Park. Great. No, Bob, Dad, leave it! <laughs> leave him out there. <laughs> wow, Madison was right. Okay. <laughs> Looking like little baby Voldemort with a fro. <laughs> and back to that. Hilarious. Great. This is crazy. I want to see people's rendition so, of Taylor as Voldemort with the afro. Yeah, but anybody I, out there But I also Photoshop. get sad because it reminds me about Robin Williams, who is no longer with us. Okay. And Bob Hoskins, who is no longer with us as well. Oh, I didn't know that. They, they actually died the same year, like months apart. I think Isabel's having a uh, Bill Paxton moment where she's like, hold on, he's dead? <laughs> Bill Paxton's dead. Well, yeah. Yeah, she didn't know that before we were talking about aliens. You had to have known that. I 
knew Bill Paxton because I thought it was big because. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I knew him downtown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're done talking? I mean, I knew Bill Paxton, I think, was dead because it's like Twister is such a pretty substantial part of our like childhood. So mm-hmm. it's like, yep. oh no. Like, I remember when the guy from Jurassic Park died. Grant? Nope. Grant's the. No, uh, he was in the uh, new movie and he is still alive. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. John Hammond? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Like, Do you know him from a lot of stuff? <laughs> no, but just Jurassic Park. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember oh. when it, it came across the screen, like, this person had died. I'd be like, oh no. Like, it made me sad. The curator so. at Jurassic Park died. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, this movie, I remember, I have, I have very fond memories of this in that over off. Cuba Road in Westerville, there used to be a movie theater. And Uncle George took myself and Todd to go see this movie when it came out. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a night showing. That's like, cool. I just remember going over there. The theater isn't there anymore, but I, I remember watching it on the big screen and it was amazing. Mm. So I would love to have seen it? this movie on the big screen. It was over off of uh, Huber Ridge, like Huber Village. Where that Aldi's is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there was I a movie theater. I remember that theater. Yeah. It was weird. It was like kind of like spacey in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were way too young to even know. So yeah. I went to that in college. Like it still was around when I was in college, which was a while ago. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, it's oh, It's been man. 84 years. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm old, Peter. <laughs> I'm old. Ever so, ever so really much older than 20. <laughs> Yeah, I cried? I cried a decent amount in this movie. Like, you know, it was just, there were just parts that I think as an adult, you're like. You relate to I more now? Way too fast. Dude, there were, there were fucking parts of this movie where the music started playing and I started getting teary. That's how I like, felt about Jesus Land Before Christ. Time. As soon oh, as yeah. that opening credit scene happened, I'm just like, oh, well, I guess Isabel's just full tears right now. Cool, cool, cool. That's that's like some unresolved issues there. I think so it was like, with you all guys are us. fucking babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the part that gets me in this movie is when is when they are at the event for Granny Wendy, mm-hmm. and then everybody starts standing up. I'm like, I'm fucking done. Oh yeah, I cried yeah. at that scene. It's like, oh, oh yeah. we're all orphans. And like then, yeah, and then she saved them, and you're like, oh okay, that's good. That's I good. also love how they they aged her because I feel like. Most of us have this memory of Maggie Smith just always being old. Yeah, she's but she's Professor like McGonagall. really freaking old in this movie. But she was actually only like fifty-two or something, and she had to Jeez. be. Yeah, yeah. So she they made her look like a ninety-two-year-old. Okay. So it's like, damn, makeup looks pretty good. They but just then put I'm, Elmer's But then I'm also like, suspicious. but she's always looked like <laughs> <laughs> Maggie Smith in this suspicious. movie looks like McGonagall ten years ago. But, like, even <laughs> when she was McGonagall, like, she still looked, like, kind of fret- like, fresh. <laughs> she looked youthful. And uh, so, I think She looked like comp- a youthful 90-year-old woman. Yeah, but it's like, I'm looking at, like, Harry Potter, and then this movie, I was like, I'm confused. And then like, you look at, um... What happened? And then you look at Downton Abbey, and you're like, which one does she look older in? I've never seen Downton Abbey. No? She's in it. She's she's great in Downton Abbey. But I think that's around the same time that she played McGonagall. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, she's supposed to be older than those two characters now. Mm-hmm. So, 
But no, Maggie Smith, great. I'd love to see Maggie Smith in like, I don't know when she started acting, but in a movie from like when she was 20 yeah. or something. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> so this movie Hook is fantastic, but I'm going to give a quick rundown of what this whole movie is about. Yeah. Peter Banning, also known as Peter Pan, has grown up to be a workaholic cutthroat lawyer <laughs> and has strained relationships with his wife, Moira, Caroline Goodall, who I know from Cliffhanger. And that is literally the only thing that I know her from. <laughs> and his two oh, kids, yes. Jack, uh, Charlie Corsmo, and his daughter, Maggie, Amber Scott. Captain Hook, looking to recapture some of his glory, kidnaps Peter's kids in order for Peter to return to Neverland for one last battle. Unfortunately, Peter is no longer the warrior he used to be due to growing up. But with the help of Tinkerbell and the Lost Boys, Peter remembers his past, finds a new happy thought, and rekindles that childlike wonder and courage that made him the legend he is. Not only does he need to defeat Hook and save his kids, but also save himself from becoming more of a detestable father and husband than he already is. Dang, did you write that? I did write that. That was yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I was like, dang. <laughs> when you were reading, I went into uh, parent mode, like listening to Caitlin, like, Dad, how does this sound? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I would change that. Okay, I'm going to comment on that. But I'm not going to. It was nice. Damn. It was good. The boy's got to fly, he's got to fight, and he's got to crow. Why was crowing a thing with the Lost Boys? No, it's like a battle cry. Yeah, just like a primal scream of. But they don't crow when they're like getting onto the ship. They like ah. They crow a couple I times. No. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just like on their way into the ship, they're like ah, 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 ah. Be like not as threatening as I as just a normal scream. Yeah. So Peter is an asshole, and that's just how he is as a father. That would be how he is as Peter Pan too, because Peter Pan is like when. At the very end oh. when he's fighting and stuff, he's kind of cocky and he's like, oh, I'm fucking Peter Pan. And he like, he's like bringing on Hook and he's doing that. But then also <laughs> when he turns back into Pan and he gets all moosed up, like he's like, yeah, Rufio, like who's on your side now? He's like, yes, he <laughs> is still an asshole, but he's like a child asshole. In a man's like, body. Compared yeah. to so. like an asshole father. Yeah, true. I think he's he is an asshole father, but I think he's an asshole in the way that he doesn't try to be that way he doesn't have that cockiness that he has when he's peter pan but he's like i'm more concerned with this other stuff where people on the outside can see like oh you're paying more attention to your job than you are your kids you're an asshole but Mm -hmm. he he's not even in that mindset of like i'm going to shun them it just happens yeah inadvertent asshole and he also you know makes false promises to his son my word is my bond yeah, his word doesn't like, mean shit. Yeah, yeah, his promises like are very heavy. Every parent, I feel like, breaks a promise in some sort of way. Oh yeah, but I'm like, his are like blatantly like in your face. Like, I'll be at your play. I'll be at your baseball game. They're too big for they're too big for him to actually keep because. But they're not big. It's like you driving to your son's baseball game isn't that big of a deal. It's just like he just won't turn off. Yeah, that's work. true. But he, I mean, you think he shows up to the baseball game like an hour after and you're like, mm-hmm. dang, no one's there. An hour <laughs> like, after. And if you notice, he like screeches around the corner and parks in like a red zone. 
It just runs up the hill. It's like, yeah. okay, man. He's like, I don't well, care. I also love that the guy who he has show up early and like record the game is also late to the game. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like he records Jack. Like, Well, he didn't know you had to record out. him at the beginning of the game. He gave him that order as they were walking through whatever office building and mm-hmm. he got there as quick as he can. So I yeah. do like in that scene, it's just, it's so minor, but it's like the wife's like, when are you going to be here? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, where is he? And then that guy shows up and it's like, which one's your son? And she's like, uh, that one. <laughs> she looks over like, God dang it. And then he gets struck <laughs> out and that's the game. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Jesus. Am I to assume that he made the big catch too? When the ball gets hit to him in the outfield, does oh, he yeah, make? He d- okay, he did catch yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that He's is not completely that... inept as a baseball player. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man! At least he wasn't like playing in the grass and then like tried to pick like, up his glove and put it on right before he caught it, like you. Yeah, <laughs> I was totally, you? I was totally that play around in the grass. We didn't. We also didn't like outfield. <laughs> oh, there's outfield bugs. Was oh. Not our favorite. No. For I mean, I think they stuck me in outfield one time, and I just like hated my life. Which outfield position, center or left or right? I don't think they ever put me in center. They always put me like, what is that, left field? And I'm like, I hate it out here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're on the opposite side of the team that you don't like, and then you're just like, no one's gonna hand it to me. <laughs> I think I just like start kicking around grass or something. I'm gonna make a log cabin out of this grass. <laughs> <laughs> The ball just, rolls past you. You're like, ugh. I just always hated outfield. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. So. Maybe they put you out there because you were fast. I was not fast. Well, just go with it. I was the first. <laughs> <laughs> just act like you were for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I was the first base. I love that spot. Because I was like, I'm tall. Uh-huh. I could be fast, but I'm not a fast runner. Yeah. You just love knocking little kids down whenever they try to run. You <laughs> trip them a little bit. Check. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fucking helmet flies off. <laughs> I love doing that shit. <laughs> Jesus. Dylan's like, mm. great. Whenever I, would, I was shortstop, I'd just like stick a leg out. <laughs> what? That's so rich. Hey, like, that's why you only played like kids pitch. Did you, you did you make the kids pitch? Yeah. Oh. I played like four years of baseball. Yeah, I'm but a coach. Pro. I mean, I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, but coach pitch is like three years. Yeah, is it? It's like when you're a kid pitch, you just get ejected from the league. Fucking <laughs> like yeah, here. For I'm out of line. You're out of line. Just start kicking dirt. <laughs> just little old Taylor. Just get into it with a fucking up. Mm. So baseball is kind of a big theme in this movie. Yes. It's. Yeah. Jack's favorite thing, and his father Peter is like never there yep. for any of his games. Never there to cheer him on, see him, you know, catch fly balls, hit a home run, nothing. Which he definitely didn't do. <laughs> I got fucking smoked. <laughs> <laughs> that ball looked like it was going like 20 miles an hour, just like. <laughs> what are you talking about? The curveball. Like, it was oh, so yeah. slow. It's like, how could you miss it? Yeah. But he found a way. So, so with all this stuff that Peter has going on, supposedly in his life, other than, you know, ignoring his family, <laughs> they are actually going out to London, England to meet up with Granny Wendy. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. I'm just smiling. Yeah, but it looked like I fucked up something. No, I just also wanted to say, London, England. <laughs> 
about six thousand quid, love. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! <laughs> My God! So the banning. <laughs> So the Banning family is flying out to where was that, Isabel? London, England. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Say it like you mean it. London, England. <laughs> Someone in England would be like, "Punk ass bitch." <laughs> we don't sound like that. I got that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. So they're flying out to England to visit Granny Wendy and essentially commemorate her at this. Like banquet. This banquet for <laughs> a new wing that's being added onto a hospital for like an orphanage. Yes. That's what she's known for. She's known for taking orphans in, helping them find families. And she's very prolific. And she's also publicly known as like the Wendy from the original like Peter Pan story. So everybody's on board knowing that this is the Wendy from Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like public knowledge. Okay. I did like that spin because there's a there's a moment where Wendy is talking to Peter's kids, talking about the guy who lived next door would hear her stories and then put them into the book. And it was the name of the guy who actually wrote the Peter Pan yeah. book back in, I think it was 1911 or something like, like that. Sir Jamie Barry or something. Yeah. J.R. Bear. Barrier. I'll just go with whatever you said. J.R. Bear Puffin stuff. J.R. Bear but no, I like those little tidbits that they put throughout the movie. And I had no idea when I was a kid and I watched this the first time, like who that guy was. I wasn't yeah. going to like do any research or anything like oh, yeah. that. But there's other little things in there that I notice now. Uh, there's like pans across the room. Well, camera pans across the room. <laughs> and there's Tinkerbell items throughout mm-hmm. and like a stained glass window. And then in one scene... There's a teddy bear and a top hat with glasses, which I think was John's mm-hmm. from the original. Yeah, the original sp- kids. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man. I never caught that watching it. I always it's thought so Toodles neat. was John for some reason. Yeah. But no, he's a, he's a lost boy. Yeah. That's, the, that's his yep, yep. whole thing. So, yeah, the character Toodles is a lost boy from Neverland, but he essentially came back to the real world, never got placed with a family. And Wendy didn't have the heart to put him in a home. Yeah. So he's just been there. And he has a he has a model of the Jolly Roger in his room, mm-hmm. which I always thought was cool. Like, that is a dope house. Mm-hmm. Like, I freaking love that house. I always like the bedroom with the kids. It mm-hmm. just, like, really was cool. And the, <laughs> they and, had their own spaces. <laughs> and the, the little uh, door latch is, like, a little hook. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, like, so little charming. things in this movie that are just tribute to like the cartoon and the story Mm -hmm. like what you said with the tinkerbell and stuff like that it just was really cute so at that banquet though peter at this point we only know him as being kind of a jerk but he like kind of pours his heart and soul into this little speech that he gives about wendy except for that joke he cannot deliver a joke no he cannot deliver (laughs) a joke. but at least he's honest yeah (laughs) (laughs) while this is going on the kids get kidnapped and Mm -hmm. it would be freakier except they use the most stock fucking screams for those kids. (laughs) Like I don't even play a clip of it right now. Well, you're going to be editing this. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like this. 
cool. <laughs> That'd be great if you could not find a sound of it. <laughs> oh, just, there's no way. I'll be able to find there's it. There's no way I'm going to strip that shit down. be Taylor Riyadh. Yeah. <laughs> but but they get back to the house the front window of the door has been like slashed open yeah. the maid in the house is like hysterical and Liza. I Liza. love her like you know, she just you screams do. immediately when, yep. she, when they show <laughs> but I do like Liza she's like I'm so happy to be here I yeah. don't know what that accent was sorry but yeah I liked her yeah. She also um, scared me when I was a kid. Like, this scene, I think, scared me. The hook marks going all the way upstairs mm-hmm. in the kid's bedroom. And then the nose. This is what I think of this wallpaper. Yep. But it's like when that when it first starts to happen, it's green fog and the lights go yeah. out. And I'm like, yeah, that's just that would be terrifying. Could you imagine living kid. next to this house? How many kids over the years have you seen fly in and out of the house? And then... I could only assume it's a pirate ship that floated to, I guess, can you say it's Earth? Because they fly off to the second star to the right straight on until morning. So floats down from the sky in this I just green this cloud. Is a movie. I'm not trying to analyze no, I, <laughs> no, I, no, I know. But like if you're a neighbor, you're like out on your back porch smoking or whatever. And then this pirate ship like comes down. You're like, I've seen it. Yeah, the pirates are like swinging over in this green fog, like kidnapping kids. You're like... What the fuck just happened? No, dude. <laughs> it's like you can't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, and, crazy. and nobody's outside. Like when the police come, nobody's outside. Like, yeah, I saw this. This guy, Captain James Hook, came down, took these kids. This really happened. They're telling the truth. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yep. You're like I sound like a crazy person. This is where they get their first clue, which is a freaking very old looking piece of parchment paper like stuck to the door with this gigantic freaking knife yep it's like a a little sword i don't even know what those are called knives a dagger maybe a dagger whatever it's stuck to the door and it's like peter come to neverland if you want your kids back yes signed james hook esquire (laughs) (laughs) it's annotated yeah So the detective shows up, and it's freaking Phil Collins. Mm -hmm. Is that who it is? Yeah. I saw your note here. It's like Phil Collins cameo, and I was like, where? (laughs) But I also was like, that's Bob Hoskins. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Phil Collins shows up, and it's just like, well, I can't do shit, so we'll call you in a few weeks or whatever. It's like, you're terrible. Freaking police everywhere. It's. I think in London they're called Bobbies. I don't know. Okay, I'm just letting you know. A pig is a pig is a pig. Cut that out. Sorry for all our pigs out there. Oh my god. (laughs) Taylor's like, I'm going to say whatever I want. Taylor's like, hey, Cap. I hate cops. And you're like, oh, I didn't know this about you. Anyways, no, but I love Phil Collins, so I'll let it slide. This is studio. Yeah, after the police leave, Granny Wendy essentially decides to tell Peter the truth about his past, that he is the real Peter Pan. Yeah. And that he needs to go to Neverland and find his kids. Like, it's not a real world problem. It's it's out there, mm-hmm. you know, in space. Or and, of course, he doesn't believe it. Yeah. He's like, no, I was just an orphan, and you found some parents for me, and that's all I remember. I don't remember. He doesn't remember anything be- before coming to Wendy's, like, orphanage yeah. or whatnot. It's essentially just a symptom of leaving Neverland that you just forget about it. Yeah, eventually. because later on in the story, you get little bits and pieces that – people in Neverland remember a little bit of their past life, like their parents or something. Mm -hmm. And throughout, 
uh, Jack stay there, he starts to get memory loss. Like he doesn't even recognize his father and, and whatnot. He forgets that he has a sister there too. Yeah. So yeah. Happens very fast. Mm-hmm. So after he explains this, he essentially has a interaction with Tinkerbell who's just like, yeah, all this stuff is real. And <laughs> that scene is hilarious. Yeah. I love everything about this scene. Mm-hmm. I just love where he's like, I know what's happening right now. I can't remember. I should have wrote it I'm down. Having, because- I'm having a mental breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking towards the light. <laughs> I've died. I've left my body. <laughs> See, there's my house way down there. <laughs> but she's had a couple of drinks. So, yeah, understandable. that definitely doesn't understand. I mean, if my kids got kidnapped, I'd have a couple drinks too. Correct. And I walked into an old parchment with a dagger through it saying that I needed to meet somebody in a place <laughs> I didn't believe to get my kids back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'd have a couple. I love the little feet. I still love that like little cute little detail. No, on her, his shirt. Yeah, like and they stay there. Mm-hmm. And I love that just uh Shmi, why can't I say his name without Shmi. 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 Oh. S M E. I'm also thinking of like Schmear. Like the use for like cinnamon buns. <laughs> Bob Bob Cinnamon Cinnamon Bun Hoskins. <laughs> Um, I like when they point it out too, when they finally bring Peter, like Peter makes it to Neverland mm-hmm. yeah. and they point it out. It's just like a cute little detail. And even when he's training and the entire time, whenever he has that shirt oh, on, yeah. that continuity stays. He always has those little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, footprints on him. So Peter really doesn't believe Tinkerbell and she has to get him there any way she can. He gets knocked out in a sense and she pulls him out of the window and is going to fly him to Neverland. Well, as she does, they go over a bridge and there's a couple kissing on the bridge there. And that is George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Because I don't know if that's confirmed though. Cause I read that too. Okay. Carrie Fisher was brought in because George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were friends since, yeah, you know, school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but Carrie Fisher was brought in to do a couple rewrites for Tinkerbell's character, for mm-hmm. Julia Roberts. And George Lucas was just kind of like hanging around. And they did that little cameo He's like, there. I'll kiss so. you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the couple that kind of. It's real it, weird. Yeah, the couple that kind of is elevated on the bridge because they're mm-hmm. having happy thoughts, that's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher, and then they just fly off to, to Neverland. They're just 300 feet up, realize they're floating, and then fall back down. Into the icy <laughs> London water. <laughs> Wash up like bloaters, like a mile down. Ew. <laughs> what? Like if you fall in the water, you get dead. You're dead. You're dead. I will say, when I was a kid watching this, they never, like in the story and, you know, when I was real little, mom and dad always brought up the Mary Martin Peter Pan that they did like Broadway or like in a play version. They never really show that transition of how you get from Earth to this place in the sky. But the way they did it here, it was really, really cool. It's just like this light burst and then it gives way to, oh, there's this little there's this island out in the middle of the water and you can see the things under the water and like sunken ships and there's like a, a north arrow oh it's under so the water I it's love really that. really that awesome yeah i want to live there like if i'm pretty sure that's like a matte painting uh-huh. and i would love a print of that matte painting <laughs> so freaking sweet mm. so yeah but they finally get to neverland and she just she drops peter pan into like the most hostile area that yeah. he could be in. Not the, the tree that he's supposed to be in with the Lost Boys. basically. Yeah, she just got tired. She's like, ugh. 
he gets dropped right into like pirate country. I just love when he passes by that one pirate acting like a pirate. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's just like, ah! and the other pirate's like, ah, how are you doing? Good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, that's what pirates do. Cameos abound. Cameos abound. One of those pirates that tries to steal his shoes is uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Yep. I do know that. Yeah. God, I didn't know there were so many people. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Don't get any blood world. on them booties. Them's mine. <laughs> <laughs> those are not shoes. They're like, why are we always going for shoes first? <laughs> well, there's another. Well, there's two more pirate cameos that I'm aware of. One of them. Three. Three more. Jesus. There's three more. One of them, one of them is Glenn Close. <laughs> Yeah. She gets put in the boo box. Yeah, she's the guy that goes in the boo box. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> I, it's also kind of funny knowing that the, the, that is Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're supposed to be a pirate. She's like, I did. <laughs> you're like, all right, woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then there's... Hey, Cutthroat Island. Oh, God. Woman pirates all over the place. I know. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, we're definitely going to get there. <laughs> 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 Burn a hole in my pocket. But, but then there's the uh, the one musician, the well, the other musician, Stephen um, Sills or yeah, Crosby from Crosby, Crosby, Stills and Nash. I don't know what that is. Long live the hook. <laughs> That's him. I don't. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I don't know who that is. It's an old. Did you man. grow up in the house with Dad? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so who sorry. are you people that I'm talking to right now? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know who that is. Okay, this is so, a band. So he gets on to Hook's ship. That guy, that Crosby, he is in this movie all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a few shots months. with him. Yeah. He gets hit in the nuts. He has that little hook line and sinker. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. they have the feather hat? Yes. Yes. He's he like, has the Ooh. accordion. Yeah. Ew, I hate that guy. <laughs> I like- hate Crosby Stills and Nash now. Boom. Yeah. Um, but this is essentially where Hook gives his spiel about, like, having this big final war and that he kidnapped Peter's kids and he's going to come here and they're going to have this awesome battle and it's going to be the battle to end all battles. Yes. Um, Because that's all they do is fight. Yeah. I mean, they're pirates like captain hook is a more distinguished pirate. So he's just like all of these other pirates are like underlings to me Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, top brass or whatever, (laughs) but also his relationship with Smee is, they all, they almost just kind of remind me of like an old married couple oh, the way yeah, they talk 100%. to each other. And it's funny because one of the things that I read about production of this movie, Dustin Hoffman and Bob Hoskins originally thought these two were gay <laughs> because of how they interacted. And Steven Spielberg was like, it's a kid's movie. <laughs> and it's like it, they're essentially just two people who really care for each other. Yeah. yeah. And they just get each other. Mm-hmm. So. I always feel like that's pretty common with pirates. It's like you have the main pirate, the captain, mm-hmm. and then you have like your, like, I was going to say first, side first piece. <laughs> side piece? <laughs> you have like you your might. sidekick. Who first like mate. First mate who like does everything for you and like is your like pal. Mm-hmm. So they even do that in uh, Stardust, which is one of my favorites. Jesus. <laughs> Love that movie. Love that movie. But so Peter reveals himself and Hook is immediately taken back by the state that Peter is in. They confirm it and everything, but they're like, wow, who is this guy? (laughs) And then he like brushes off. He's like, no, fly up there and get your kids. And then he gets taken aback again Mm -hmm. because he can't rest. He can't fly. And he's scared of heights, which is like, which, yeah, like. (laughs) 
It's just very sad. It's a very sad part. Because yeah. I think he's exhausted to a point where it's like, I want to save my kids, but I can't reach them because mm-hmm. I won't try. They're literally at arm's length. And him laying on that mast, you can just see as a father, if your kids are six feet from you, all you have to do is touch them and you have to let them see your failure in saving them. Mm-hmm. Like that look is all over his face. is just completely done and beaten. Yeah. yeah. And so this is where Tank comes up with the plan to give him three days, mm-hmm. train, and we'll have the war. Yeah, because he was he was previously so disgusted that Hook's like, just kill him. Kill them all. <laughs> kill, kill them all. Kill them all. And then Tank's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You want this war, right? So she she says, I'll give you three days, or give me three days, and I'll whip him into shape. He will be the Peter Pan that you want to fight, that you knew from old, and you can have this amazing war and mm-hmm. get your revenge because that's all that he wants, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where they bump him over the side, and you think he's about to drown, and Tink's like yelling for him, right? The mermaids. the mermaids. My favorite scene. <laughs> Talk to us about the mermaids. It's well. nothing crazy. I just, I, I liked it. <laughs> I was like, I, I like want, swimming. I like, I like makeup. It's sweet. <laughs> I always wanted to be a mermaid. Which one though? Because there's a blue one, a red one, and a green one. Green one. Yeah, I always wanted one. to be the green one. So it was. It was just cool. Because she, so, yeah. she has those bubbles. They're like. like <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like in the book. All the mermaids were always like calling to Peter Pan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Peter. Like even in the cartoon, the Disney cartoon and stuff, they're always like trying to get him to come down. But sirens. in sirens, trying to drown because them. in like maritime folk, folklore, aren't mermaids the ones that beckon to sailors and crash their ships on the rock? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pan's just flying around. And he's like, ah, but but in here, Tink is so worried about Peter <laughs> in the water. And then the mermaids take him and put him in a shell or something that is miles away from the ship. And he gets hoisted up to the tree where the lost boys are. Yeah, that tree is dope. And then the first person he comes across is Tinkerbell sleeping. She's she's like, oh, you're alive. And I'm like, weren't you worried about him? Like, you didn't send anybody out? You didn't get the lost boys? Like, what are you doing? No. No. Also, like... You're a fairy. You're pretty strong. You flew this man all the way here. I yeah. think you can go down like 20 feet into the water. <laughs> like, I think you'll be. I don't even think it was that deep. I don't think I know. So he was either. just sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> His hair's still like a water. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm going to well, go sleep. Like this Taylor off. swim class. Great. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Peter, before he works out and, you know, becomes pan again, he has a little bit of a punch, but it's totally like. <laughs> Pad. Like a fat Okay, suit. Yeah. okay, that's what I thought. I was like <laughs> I mean we'll talk about the Lost Boys insults because they are hilarious mm-hmm. when they finally get him working out. Yeah. That's let's go into the Lost Boys yeah, talk about it's it. It's like um oh God. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> there's this one guy who's like <laughs> a cheese block and he rolls down a hill. Thud butt. <laughs> Freaking thud butt. Thud so butt. Well, he trips backwards and essentially falls into the Lost Boy's lair. And they all wake up and they're like, who is this guy? (laughs) Because who's the shrub? Yeah. (laughs) So from what we gather, all in this world, 
all grownups are pirates. Yeah. And they kill pirates, says Rufio. So they're like, here's a grown-up in the middle. It's got to be a pirate. He doesn't really look like a pirate, but we're going to chase him around. Mm-hmm. And during this time, Tink is trying to convince them, like, no, no, it's Peter Pan. He just grew up. Hook has his kids. We need to help him get bangerang back yeah. to back to fit pan shape. This is where he meets Rufio. He meets the other Lost Boys. He gets shot with arrows and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, they're not. I've been shot. I've been shot. <laughs> in the nuts with like a colorful meatball. But <laughs> That's what I always thought. Of like, <laughs> just like <laughs> you're like, is that supposed to be food? What is that? Yeah. Oh my God. There's a lot of things in this movie where it's like food related in a way, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, especially with I the Lost that. Boys, and I love how. In the Lost Boys area, there's like every climate. Like there's like yes. a snowy part. They got there's penguins. Like a, yeah, I was like <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> there, yeah, because on a, a part of the skate park. Yeah, that is true. Well, for the time, like early nineties, yeah. yeah. Like sk- kids will like this. Yeah. Shout like, out, shout out to Skater Die. They like uh, basketball, right? <laughs> I just really enjoy that scene. Like that whole chase scene is very fun because you get kind of a sense of like all these Lost Boys are made up of different people, mm-hmm. um, and it's like Tink's trying to chase him around and be like, "Please stop! <laughs> like we need to get this guy in shape. We need him to get it together." But it's just really, it's real fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's your favorite Lost Boy? Like in this first interaction. Mine's Pockets. Pockets is cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say Thud, but... <laughs> thud is really cute. Especially now that I, I know I mean, I love name. Rufio. <laughs> I like Rufio. Like, yeah. I like his vibe. So, <laughs> it's yeah. like... The freaking hair. I loved oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. Skunkhead. Skunkhead with too much moose. But it's like once they finally catch him and they don't believe he's actually Peter Pan. Yeah. It's like, Rufio draws a line in the... He's like, who believes he's Peter Pan? Like, stay over there. Anybody who doesn't, come over here. Yeah. And he's the... <laughs> Peter Banning, at this time, is the first person to walk across <laughs> that line. And he's like, yeah, I don't think I am. And then Tink, like, pulls him back across the Excuse line. Excuse me, I'll be right back. <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? Like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but that whole scene of, like, pockets, touching his face and, like, figuring out, there you are. Oh, I started tearing yep. up. And I then the music's just like... Mm. <laughs> And all the kids like run over to him and they're like, holy shit, it is Peter. Yes. And they're all banding together. To, like, right <laughs> I am too, a little bit. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> it's like they're like really excited to help him become like Peter Pan. Yeah. And except we, for Rufio. Except for Rufio. He's a stick in the mud. Rufio's just like, I want this gold sword. <laughs> that sword, sword is sword. sweet. That is sort of sweet. <laughs> but their entire scene of them working out. Is hilarious. They basically just call him fat the entire yeah. time. He's like, he's an old fat grandpa man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's your favorite Lost Boy because you always talked about that kid and the way Did he I? talks. <laughs> like he's a bad old fat <laughs> man. You would always say what is that. that kid? I can't remember I don't his, know name. his name. <laughs> I think his name is uh, like too little or something. Aww, yeah. that's cute. But they, <laughs> yeah, I one of the lines is like he's working out in the rain. He's going up and down, trying to bend over and touch his toes. And one of the lines is like, "How long have you not seen those?" <laughs> and it pans on his face like, "I fucking hate my life." <laughs> like he's these little like, kids giving me shit these about little kids are like, "You gotta lose a million pounds." <laughs> it's like their rants are not motivating. But whatsoever. in my head, I'm like. 
I kind of wish I could get fit in three days. <laughs> like, damn. He's got a freaking uh, Robin Williams In a six forest? <laughs> in a forest? Like, jeez. I mean, you don't have anything else to do. No. But you also would have children and have to save them. Are you saying that's a downside to it? No, I'm just saying that's what your goal would be. <laughs> would you work out and get fit in three days? But the catch is you have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. That'll be a hard pass. (laughs) That'll be a hard pass. No, but once, I mean, he's getting in shape. They're trying to teach him how to fly. It's just this really encouraging moment. And then it's like, I think this is a lot of people's favorite scene is when they get to the dinner scene. scene. Mm. (laughs) Gotta eat that buttercream icing. (laughs) Yeah, the pie full of buttercream. Jeez. It's... It's a defining scene of, like, Peter starting to use, like, his imagination Mm -hmm. to, like... Because at first, when you're... He's smelling all this good smell, and then he opens up, like, a pot, and there's nothing in there. Yeah, Yeah. there's nothing in any of the bowls when the kids are starting to eat. But the table is 40 feet long or whatever, and everybody looks as if they are just getting down on the best food ever. And Mm -hmm. it's a game. Yeah. And it's like, what a weird game. Yeah, essentially <laughs> I mean, like, this whole time, Peter just needs to learn how to lighten up and be a kid again. Correct. And like use his imagination and just have fun. Yes. Because he's a fucking stick in the mud. A, a paunchy man. stick in the mud. A paunchy stick in and, the mud. And the only thing that really got him using that imagination was, Insulting I guess, people. the Dirty <laughs> Dozens with uh, Rufio going mm-hmm. back and forth. So... I know I'm not the only one at this table, but when they started doing that, I was saying each one word for word. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> Algebra teacher. <laughs> yeah, he just calls them real world like, job and titles. Math when, he, when he says that, <laughs> one of the Rufio? kids is like, get him. Come on, get him back, man. Don't let him do that to you. <laughs> Mung tongue. <laughs> He's like, it's a paramecium brain. I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> It's a one-celled critter with no brain that can't fly. It's a very continue singleton. No, stop. stop. (laughs) It's a great scene. Okay, you have to say the one, the rude, crude, lewd bag of say say that. You just said it. No, I didn't. I butchered (laughs) it. Just say it. It's like a rude, crude, (laughs) you lewd, crude, rude bag of pee. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shake it out. You lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. Woo! Bag of pre-chewed! So, Peter ends the Dirty Dozens by getting Rufio so bad that he ju- his only comeback is, well, you're a man, you stupid, stupid man! <laughs> He's stupid. And, he, and Peter scoops like an imaginary bowl of something and is like, go suck on a dead dog's nose, flicks an empty spoon, and then over Rufio's face, you just see this f- colorful food splatter. Yeah. So he looks down at the table. There are turkey legs. It looks like the Ren Fest just went all over the place. There's pies and cheese. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And there's a cheese block that looks like freaking butt thud. I always. Thud butt. Butt thud. Thud butt. Yeah. So then they start getting into it and he's using his imagination and he's like, oh, this is so good. They have this drink called Bobo, which looks really tasty. It's like it has always looked tasty. And I want to know what that is. (laughs) Tell me what that is. If anybody out there has a recipe for Bobo from the 1991 hook, please send it our way. Uh, Anyways, I wonder if uh, binging with Bobish ever did that. I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't know. I always feel like that drink always looked good. And just a side note, in the Santa Claus movie, that hot chocolate that comes out of like the sleigh mm-hmm. looks fucking delish. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So they start a food fight because there's kids that are they're lost boys at a table full of food. Yeah. Amazing. And everybody is throwing stuff. Even Tinkerbell gets splattered with things. Peter Pan is like getting into it, becoming one of these lost boys first and foremost. He stands up. Everybody starts pelting him with food. Rufio during this time has stormed away and is like pouting in the corner. And he's like, well, fuck this guy. He picks up a coconut. <laughs> I'm going to hit his ass with a coconut. I know. <laughs> You're like, that's dangerous. You can he, kill him. He chucks it at him. And Pan grabs a sword, does a 360, and cuts the coconut in half. Yeah. And it's like at that moment, he's like, shit. Like he drops the sword. Yeah, he's he, like, shit. He gets it's freaked out. This muscle memory bit. came back. He was like, I think I am Pan the Man. <laughs> I used to do that to people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a kid's movie, but they do talk about like killing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm I mean, Rufio's kill. like, we kill pirates. Yeah. We kill pirates. Pirates are like, yeah, we kill lost boys. And you're like, it's like hopeful music and you're like kind of dark yeah and and there are dark parts in this movie because as this is going on the montage and the dinner on the flip side of it back at hook's ship the jolly roger he's talking about like how do i get pan like he's like maybe i've just lost it blah 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 and it shows that kind of relationship more of what you were talking about between uh smee and captain hook as he's like getting ready for bed yeah they're like on two separate sides of like a magnet Mm -hmm. smee is the one who comes up with the idea to like brainwash the kids to make them love captain hook instead of their actual father yeah and and then Captain Hook turns it on his head. Is like I just came up with a great idea. <laughs> you like you bastard. <laughs> I just love the part where Bob Hoskins like has a little pirate ship. He's like, come play with your toys, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> but during this, also, you get a sense that Captain Hook gets very depressed, very oh, dark yeah. and down on himself, and because there's... he's he's experienced every adventure that he possibly could. Death is the only adventure yes. for him. So he so grabs dark. this he grabs this musket and he's like, this is it, Smee. And Smee's like sitting Indian style by that like little ship and he's mm-hmm. like, oh no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, don't try to stop me, Smee. And he's pointing a gun to his head. He's like, don't you dare try to stop me. Smee, try to stop me. He's like, what, now, really? <laughs> so he's like, okay, shit, I gotta play. <laughs> oh, please, Captain, don't shoot yourself. And like ends up shooting the little toy and it sinks. But... It's like, okay, we have to go through this again where you're getting down on yourself. I have to tell you how good you are. And then you're like, okay, thank you, Smee. And then like off to bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to kind of put this plan into action, they start giving classes to Jack and Maggie. Maggie's really (laughs) not having it. She's she's the most rebellious one. She's like, nah. She tells Jack to not forget about where he came from. But Jack has had... Jack has been put through the ringer by his dad like too many times. Yeah, he's like, okay. He ends up like smashing his father's pocket watch that his father gave him and just kind of completely forgetting about his dad, Peter Pan. Yeah. And fully commits into being, I don't know, Captain Hook's lackey. This is when Captain Hook decides (laughs) to put on a freaking baseball game, Mm -hmm. which... His real dad never put on a baseball game. No. Well, no, but he also knows that 
And without without Jack saying that he liked baseball, he he kind of noticed that he was always carrying around this baseball and yeah. whatnot. And he was like, he inserted himself into the father role. He's like, have I ever made a promise I didn't keep, son? And it's yeah. like, boom. Like his memory. <laughs> I'm your dad now. I'm your daddy. Uh, look at me. My dad. Look at me. I'm Captain Dad now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this baseball game happens. Sorry. <laughs> it's just gonna be your thing. Yeah. It's just gonna be your thing. Just, <laughs> you should just accept it. Yep. <laughs> this baseball game is happening. Peter Pan shows up with a couple of the other lost boys. And this is really the first time that Peter has experienced one of his son's baseball games, but it's under Captain Hook's like power mm-hmm. that he's, you know, doing this. So he starts noticing that Captain Hook is cheering Jack on. Jack ends up hitting a freaking home run. And that's exactly how it feels to hit a home run. This has always been a perfect picture because I've done it once and it was just as magical. And it looked like that ball freaking disappeared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, I think I remember when I hit that home run, I heard that music that. And it just. Somebody fuck. yelled at you, Jack! <laughs> You're like, My name's Taylor. <laughs> no, they, it's a no, crazy they, old scruff man running from out of the woods. Jack! No, they didn't. <laughs> That at Whetstone? <laughs> no, they didn't. That would be terrifying. They didn't, freaking, fucking they terrifying. didn't freaking yell my name. They were just like, wait, what weight class is that baseball bat for? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Taylor. Like- Sorry, you can't use a baseball bat that fits you. You have to use these fucking toothpicks. I know. So hitting a home run, like you were saying, you almost don't even feel it hit the bat. You hit a ball wrong, you, you know, foul ball or something. You, you can feel it down in your hands, but like that sweet spot on the bat, it's such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever hit a home run. I know you haven't. Damn. I'm sorry. Were you at all my games? Because I don't think you were. I was. I sent a guy with a camera. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to him, but I'm looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't want to cry because I know I wasn't on my big brother. So he's running around the bases, and this is where Hook's like, my Jack. And Peter looks up like, (laughs) no, it's my Jack. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that scene. My Jack. My Jack. My Jack. (laughs) He just says it in a crazy way. I'm like, well. Yeah, and Peter is pretty much instantly pissed off. Oh, yeah, I'd be pretty mad, too. But he's also kind of driven more at this point. Like, he's lost all of his paunch. He's jumping off rocks. Yeah, in two days. He's freaking (laughs) jumping off rocks, trying to fly, but he's doing it in the wrong way. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is where he sees who he used to be, and then he has an interaction with his shadow, which is like a huge thing from the Mm -hmm. books. Yeah. And he also stumbles across his old clubhouse that he used to be a part of with the original crew, like Wendy and whoever the other Toodles, John. Yeah. John. <laughs> I couldn't remember that. There's and, other people there. Yeah. And Peter. And, and this is the, it, it was like in the bottom of a tree, but this is where they played house. Wendy yeah. would pretend that her and Peter were married and the other kids were like their kids and they mm-hmm. were taking care of them. So he goes in and Tinkerbell's in there and tells him essentially when you left, when he went back to Earth, kissed Wendy's granddaughter, he never came back. And Hook was so pissed that he burned the entire uh, clubhouse. Yeah. So it's all it's all scorched and whatnot. And then he goes through the memory of like, I do remember my mom. Oh, it's, this is my favorite part of the movie. It's so cool. Because yeah. you realize that Peter is actually like 100 years old. Yeah. He was born in like... The late 1800s, early 1900s. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he gets scared as a baby of growing up 
and fucking rolls himself in his stroller down a hill. He's which, like, bye. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which this part I thought was so funny because the way he's telling the story and what you're seeing is the stroller's on a hill and it rolls down the hill. And he was like, I heard them talking about growing up and I didn't like it. So I ran away. And, and then it's like, just like this baby that can't even <laughs> crawl laying in the rain. He's like, hell no, I'm not going to fucking Yale. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a brown boy through and through. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tink finds him, sprinkles some dust on him, and then takes him to Neverland. Yeah. I so and he becomes the first lost boy. Yes. So so you go to Neverland, but you never grow up. And this is where I was like, I'm thinking about it too logically. I was like, if you never grow up, he went as a baby. How does he grow up? Or maybe he just grows up really, really slow. Yeah. So in that case. Well, no, he went back to his parents' window and saw that they had another kid and, like, totally forgot about the one that rolled away. Mm-hmm. And he's eight, so this other new baby came along. So, I mean, how quickly do you age? I don't know. I don't know. It's not okay, really cool. important. Not really that important. So. Because he does progressively get older mm-hmm. as they, like, show the old moments with Wendy, like, when he first meets her and yeah. everything. So. But just a lot it's slower. It's kind of like he's, like, a mm-hmm. teen. And just, yeah. like, yeah. that's where he is. But it's kind of creepy because... He went to his parents' house first, and he was like, well, that window was closed, and they had another baby, so I found other windows to fly oh, yeah. in. So he's just flying in and out of people's windows for what reason? Because he's a curious little kid. Okay. And he chased his shadow into Wendy's bedroom. Yeah. Got it. Which is where they met, and that's where the stories began. And, yeah. And just all played that. by uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. I was like, oh, look at that fun little baby thing. Baby Gwen. Baby Goop. <laughs> Baby Duke. <laughs> and this is uh God, that's this was Gwyneth Paltrow's second movie mm-hmm. and she is also Steven Spielberg's goddaughter. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Look at that fun little The more fact. you know. So as time goes on, Wendy gets older mm-hmm. and older and older and she can't go back to Neverland anymore. But Peter, that doesn't stop Peter from swooping in on her granddaughter, yeah, Moira, is, who, who he's weird. married to now. And he's like, I'm not going to give her a thimble as a kiss. I'm going to give her a real kiss. It's, and Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and this go is on. when you also kind of figure out that Tink was also in love with Peter Pan. Yeah. So he sees her kiss Moira, and that's when he never comes back. Yeah. So it's like, God damn, she's been thirsty for like 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> but even like Wendy herself is like, don't kiss her unless you mean it, because that means like she can never have you. And you're like, dang, and he, Wendy, you possessive. Like she can never have him. Yeah, but yeah. Wendy also let her quote unquote boyfriend, old boyfriend, kiss her granddaughter. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, go ahead, kiss her while she's asleep. Kiss her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So Did you, it, weirdo? <laughs> yeah, in the symbolic thimble falling on the ground, mm-hmm. or like him dropping it, that was the kiss that Wendy gave him when they first met. That life is over. He's he's moving on, so he stayed there. Yeah, and like you said, married her, had a kid, and then that's his happy thought that he reclaimed was being a daddy. So yeah. having when Jack was born, and it flashes to him. 20 feet up in the air in the middle of this tree floating mm-hmm. and they drops it. He drops the toy that he was holding. Then he kind of regains his happy thought and he fucking explodes out the top <sighs> of that tree house. It's pretty cool. In front of when he like dives in front of the sun. It's so cool. I it's fucking so cool. love that shot. Yeah. It's so sweet. 
and the music's great and just ugh, everything's great about that scene. You like know. he at that point he becomes Peter Pan. Yeah. He has a get up, his hair is all moosed up, yeah. freaking <laughs> wild. His ears are kind of pointy again. I Did saw that, that? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's sweet. Nature child. <laughs> so <laughs> Rufio essentially gives him back his sword because he is Pan the man. Yeah. And did you notice that they, when they flew to Iglid, they were on Pan Am Airlines? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, weird. They had to have done that on purpose. <laughs> so he can fly, he can fight, and he can crow. Yeah. And this is when the Lost Boys and Peter Pan are like, all right, let's go get your kids back. There's montages of people getting their weapons ready. People are jumping through, like, freaking wicker blinds, and it's like their <laughs> That's what I thought it was like. <laughs> The wicker that's happening during this is hilarious. I thought yeah. it was I thought it was pretty neat how they did that. Yeah. Like when I just try to think of something like similar happening in like another movie and I can't. Yeah. Like it's just so sweet how it's they creative. just get armed. Who framed Roger Rabbit? When something runs through like a solid object and there's just like the cutout of well, them. The cutout. Like that. I mean, I just mean for like armor. Like it sticks. Jumping them. through. Uh, it's a really creative. I mean, all their weapons are super, super creative. Yeah. Iron Man. I don't really see how. Jesus. His armor just like <laughs> attaches to him just I like the wicker. Fine. And the wicker's covered in spider webs and it just kind of like goes over them. Ugh, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> I want to be protected, but I don't like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like spiders. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to give a shout out to Thud. He is the MVP of this entire mm-hmm. battle. And like, he's dressed like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yes. But he is literally the MVP. Freaking rolling down he, the, the just pathways like, and shit. He knows the weapon. Like, he uses multiple weapons, and they do throw him down multiple yeah. stairs. Yeah, he sits legs. down and grabs his legs, and he's like, look out below! Like, and what a weird thing He just thing uses him as like a... a giant rolling ball ball. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just kind of like a weird like silly thing that happened like everything in this movie like they do have silly elements but that one's like he looks like a ball like someone was like this is gonna Mm -hmm. be a great idea guys oh yeah it just looks so strange well we did skip over the part where like tinkerbell confesses oh yeah i mean we can yeah we already got that but I had also read that Julie Roberts was kind of a pain in the ass to work with on this movie. Mm-hmm. But kind of reasonably so. This is still like early days of blue or green screen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of her shots were on that. So she wasn't working with anyone oh. a lot. But I mean, they said she was like really uptight and very like specific about certain things. And if they weren't right, then she would complain about them. And She had an assistant because yeah. she was on wires like getting flown around that would constantly wash her feet mm-hmm. why did they wash her feet no idea julia She's roberts just on wires yep yeah. okay all right i mean i wasn't there i mean it's still like some of our movies yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> i still like i still like pretty women i mean whatever still got like her feet but peter was essentially like i love my wife so stop kissing me yeah <laughs> yeah comes on a bit aggressive yeah. i don't know if it's the same time but also, another scene with Thud. This is where I cried really hard. It's like, you found your happy place. And oh. he gives mar- Ugh. he gives the marbles to Peter Pan yeah. <laughs> to give to Toodles. Because he's going around like, I lost my marbles, all this stuff. But he actually did lose his marbles. Yeah, He's like, I'm glad you found your happy thought. 
And Peter's like, what's your happy thought? He's like, it's my mother. And I was like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> yeah, the way <laughs> he like, says it, too. He's like, it's my mother. And I was like, <sighs> tight hook. Mm-hmm. I don't remember crying this much as a kid. No, I mean. Jeez. No. But that's the thing. If, if Thudbutt can remember his mom, and that's his. <laughs> it's just <thud. laughs> Okay. It's just <laughs> You can't say thud butt with a straight face. Like, <laughs> okay, if TB thud butt's going through a divorce, you're just like. <laughs> I hate when your mouth does that. It's like a freaking sock. Yeah. If his mother is his happy thought, why doesn't he try to get back home? I don't know. And also, we don't know how old this that kid is. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I miss my mother back in the 1600s. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just gonna get real sad. No, got, let's move it got, on. Let's move it on. We got a fight in a pirate war. <laughs> mm-hmm. Freaking Jack has been like completely brainwashed by Captain Hook. Yes. And is dressed like a little mini me version of him. Which is, I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got like a little wig and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hook is like completely ecstatic at this point. Peter Pan is back in his full flesh flying fighting and he's just like i am so ready for this yeah like death is the only adventure left and either you or me are gonna go on it Mm -hmm. so everyone's fighting each other and rufio ends up fighting hook for a little bit and then is mortally wounded by hook and this is the other part that i'm assuming I just assume you cry at things, and this is one of them. No, I'm saying the way that he he gets stabbed and he fell, he's like, yeah. But it also, like, it's a lot of emotions happening for me, because there's a couple of scenes with Peter Pan that are just, like, on the cheesier level. Mm -hmm. One of them is this scene, where he's... On the cheesy level? Where he goes like, hook, no! <laughs> so Rufio gets stabbed, and as he... Like, because he's that stopping w- in midair. I so didn't think like, about that. No, physics. that wind's coming towards him. Yes. So physics, if you are flying forward, and you stop in midair, the air doesn't automatically stop, start reversing and blowing on you. He's like, science teacher. <laughs> but <that's, laughs> I never paid attention to science. Yes. That scene... Yeah. Well, Didn't that and the it. my happy thought was you bullshit. That's dad. Just, Every yeah. time I see that, I just remember dad. My happy thought, it was you. And, and then, then he's he just <laughs> But he's still like looking at you. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh. We're going to see if we'll do that after this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Peter Pan. Just say like one word. Be like, we need to put this up on uh on our site. Oh, just my God. Do it. Hilarious, like, no. Hilarious. No. And then I'll think about it and do it. Yeah, but I do. I do. I do. I do. I was sad when Rufio died because he's like, I wish I had a dad like you. And mm. I think that kind of puts in perspective, like Peter Pan is definitely Peter Pan. He's like, yep. I'm in teenage boy mode. <laughs> like, <laughs> does that please make elaborate. Sense? <laughs> teenage boy mode. Like he's fighting. He's a teenage boy. I don't know what you guys, do, what teenage boys do. But, <laughs> okay, like, he's fighting a pirate. He's reliving, like, what he's supposed to uh-huh. be doing. Okay. He's there with the Lost Boys. Like, he's thinking about his kids, like, a little bit, but not fully. But that's the moment that brings him yes, back to being. Yes, kind of brings him back like to, like, Dad oh, Pan. I have a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget about little Maggie. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, Rufio. <laughs> After Rufio, you know, finally expires, 
he goes to what the fuck <laughs> say <laughs> that again please why after he expires okay <laughs> Because, you know, he's just a soulless meat bag. Ugh. Also, he looks like somebody from fucking Mad Max. I freaking His love, outfit is so love sweet. Love that outfit. <laughs> love that outfit. Whether you like it or not, all humans are perishable items. They're perishable items. <laughs> he's like, exactly, brute boo of it. <laughs> Anyways. So pirates die. So, <laughs> so Rufio passes away. Doesn't that sound so much nicer? Yeah. Sure. Ex- sure or yes. <laughs> I don't know Take why this is an argument. go either way. Yeah. I don't know why this is an argument. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to be like, okay, so when you die, we're like, here's Taylor. Expired. <laughs> 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 Just be like, uh, you want to use a better word? <laughs> In the casket, he just has like a use-by date on his forehead. <laughs> Jesus Freshest by. <laughs> if you like our podcast, make sure to subscribe and comment. Yeah. Anyway, so let's try this again. Rufio dies. Peter, he is pissed. He turns mm-hmm. to fight Hook, and his daughter comes up and is like, Dad, let's go home. And he's like, okay, this is more important than your stupid war. Starts walking away, and Hook makes the proclamation that he's like, if you leave, there are going to be notes with daggers in them on your children's 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 door. Like, I will not stop hunting you down. Yeah. And he turns around, he's like, okay, let's finish it. Flies up there and starts fighting with him. And the flying looks pretty decent. Yeah. It's a lot of wire work. It's a lot of screen work, but... Like, especially when he's, like, flying through the clouds and, like, you see the shadow on yeah. the clouds. It looks so freaking good. I was like, good. good job. I will say that part when he's flying, when he's in the clouds and he turns over and you're visually you're looking at the shadow and then it just drops away because he flies in between them and you see the entire island. You're like, oh. When I first saw mm-hmm. it as a kid, I was like, you get that feeling in your stomach. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. So they start fighting all over Pirate's Cove or whatever. Yeah. And they're talking smack back and forth. And Jack realizes, like, oh, that's my dad. He takes off the little mini-me Captain Hook outfit. (laughs) Yeah. And the fight kind of comes to an end right in front of the giant crocodile who, in the story, took Captain Hook's hand. Yeah. And that crocodile was fucking huge. It was. It was, like, 40 feet tall. I like the design of it, too. Mm. It looks terrifying. It's like... Yeah, that crocodile is, like, just a little bit bigger than the one from, like, Lake Placid. Like, it's a huge crocodile. And yep. it has a giant clock in its mouth. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just just chilling there in, like, some structure. Yeah, Hook had it stuffed and is in the middle of this town. Yep. Essentially, like, look what I did. I killed this croc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Peter disarms Hook, finally. Then Hook, being the pirate that he is, has a little sword up his sleeve Goes after Peter and then tries to strike him with his hook and Tinkerbell stops him. Yeah. Pushes the hook through the belly of the crocodile that starts blowing out this, I don't know, this dust and like growling. Oh, it's still alive. It's still (laughs) alive somehow. Just waiting. Yeah. Biding his time. Hook stumbles back and the crocodile looks down at him and all the lost boys are looking up at this thing like, what the hell? (laughs) And it slowly falls. Hook stands up. And it just eats him. Yep. Hook's gone. Hook's gone. Yeah. He's it gone. It burps, too. <laughs> I like that it burps. Burp. So Hook is defeated. 
Jack and Maggie are like ready to go home. They're like, we've seen some shit. Yeah. So let's uh, go. Tinkerbell takes them home, but not before Peter dubs Thudbutt. That's right. As the new leader, leader of, of the Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when the kids show up and like get into bed. And then Moira walks into the room, or she wakes up yeah. and sees them in the bed, but she still thinks she's like dreaming mm-hmm. or is like imagining it. She's like, I still see them in their beds, even though they are in their beds. Yeah. And then they wake up and she like collapses. Oh, I would collapse too. I thought it was interesting the way they kind of kept that they still have remnants of Neverland mm-hmm. still in their system because they're like, who's this lady? It's like, like she looks she, like an angel. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like once they finally get into bed. Like, this is our mom. So it's like, it's weird. It's like how Neverland kind of sinks it. (laughs) Neverland seems like a cool place, but also not a great place. Because it stops you from remembering actually who you are. Mm -hmm. So you're like, (laughs) maybe I don't want to go there. (laughs) There's kind of like a downside to it. Yeah. So that's always, that was always nice. And I love that. Peter comes back and he's underneath the statue of Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. And it's just kind of like his farewell to like, I don't think I'll return mm-hmm. to Neverland. And the way he gets woken up by, uh, is Shmi, Smee there? Is that right? Did I say that right? It's, I think it's, it's just so supposed to be someone who looks like Smee. Like okay. it is still Bob Hoskins playing the character, but it's like a groundskeeper. Like, Trouble yeah. with the missus. <laughs> He will by the time you get home. <laughs> but did you? But did you realize that that's the same spot that he like abandoned him, his parents? I did not know that. Yeah, it's Aww. like the same park. Like it's an actual park in that's really London. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> that's very sad. Yeah. But I love what he does the front flip over the wall and then just lands on his face his and he's like, face. "Ow!" <laughs> it's like he still has this boy like wonder, but he knows everyone's home, and so yeah. he tries to get there. And he's like. <laughs> it's a nice little transition of like my family's important like work's not that important it's it's just a nice little ending yeah he tosses his phone out the window and he's like this is family time right now yeah yeah but toodles gets his marbles Marbles. back which is his happy thought and he just starts fucking flying around the room and liza's just like "Ah!" (laughs) like liza's lost her shit again (laughs) liza's like i've uh already uh, talked about this pirate stuff. I feel pretty good. And then and he, <laughs> fucking Toodle starts flying and around. And he's just fucking out the window. And just living his life. Which is like... Flying I'm around Big Ben. Pretty sure. I love that he spins around Big Ben at the end. Like mm-hmm. he's holding on to the top of it. And he like kind of rockets himself. <laughs> and, he, and, he like, and he like does some loops. And then he does cartwheels. It's so cute. I know. It's so cute. And then he flies to Neverland. Because yeah. that's where he's from. Loved it. Loved it. So good. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's to assume that he ends up living with the Lost Boys then. That's where I think. Yeah. yeah. Think. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> think he would go. Yeah. I mean, no. they show him flying to Neverland, so, yeah. But I like that little end scene. It's very yeah. cute. <laughs> I fucking love that movie so much. Oh, God. Damn. And that's Hook. That is Hook. So, again, just to reiterate, if you guys like what we're doing, leave us a review on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. And you can find us on Instagram at Mixed Movie Reviews. Leave us a comment. Leave us some notes. I would say also suggestions because really there are so many movies that we grew up with that we don't remember. So if mm-hmm. there's a movie that you grew up with, 
80s, 90s, early 2000s, whatever, that are memorable to you, let us know why and just yeah. throw a suggestion up there. You can yeah. email us or you can direct message us on... Uh, or you can call Isabel. Her phone number is 614. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> you can just DM us uh, on our Instagram page as well. Mm-hmm. And as always, we'd like to give a quick shout out to Damian Carter for letting us use his song Just Hanging Out. Thanks, man. (laughs) What was that whistle? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So the next person up is a brother singleton. So what Yay! movie? Did you say your brother Singleton? I said our brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Do that again. Taylor's like, get it out of here. What do you mean do it again? I said it right. You're the one who just wasn't listening. <laughs> Can you please say it right? So next up is Singleton. What uh what movie do you have for us? So this is a very memorable one. Uh, they usually are. Yes. Well, some of them are more memorable than others. With Predator, I remember that because sitting one piece of pizza and then like it was cold in my hand at the end. There are stories about it that everybody tells, but this one really kind of creeped me out. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I should employ Isabel's style of giving answers where I give, I give movies or TV shows that, uh, that the characters. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. I did it like one. That shit was confusing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, coach. <laughs> Football. It's poltergeist. <laughs> Jesus. I would never. Oh my God, that's amazing. I can't believe you got that one. Okay. Sorry. Flamethrower. Okay. Makeshift flamethrower. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know what it is. What? Hold on. <laughs> Don't. Ew. <laughs> I know. That truck just that sounded perfect. like a fucking fart. Like an old man, like, poop. Okay. Okay. Dead body. Popcorn. Oh. That might have thrown me off. What do you think it is, Taylor? <laughs> well, when you said makeshift fl- flamethrower, I was immediately like, true lies. Oh. But. Then I'm like, well, that movie's not creepy. That's just an action movie. You ever seen that movie? True Lives? <laughs> That's Dead not Barney. called True Lives. It's called True Lies. Yeah, I haven't seen True Damn Lives. <laughs> <laughs> True Lies. That sounds like some like HBO like miniseries. It probably is. Yeah. I'm going to write it. Okay, so Makeshift Flamethrower. Okay. Is that the movie that you were thinking hey. of? No. What were you thinking of? The Thing. No. Uh, Sorry. See, yeah. I, I, that's an actual flamethrower. I know. That's where I was like, mm, maybe it is not okay. that. I got some more. Portly Extermination Man. I know what it is now. Makeshift Flamethrower. A couple. No! no! I know what it is now. Okay, what? It's arachnophobia. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, Fuck. I don't know. Oh, I watched this movie like. Four months ago. Stop watching movies. <laughs> I don't watch this movie because I do not like it. Oh. I don't like the idea of a spider just jumping out at me. And <laughs> <laughs> still got scared. No, I knew it was your hand. Well, do you want to use your veto? No, it's not that okay. bad of a veto. Like it's not not worth my veto. 
Okay, so we're going to be watching... It's not worth my Danny DeVito. No. <laughs> That's what we do when we want a veto. It's a Danny DeVito. I Danny DeVito that. Perfect. We should Perfect. do that. So, arachnophobia with Jeff Daniels and some other people. <laughs> John, Good- John Goodman. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember his wife. I don't remember any real thing because I haven't seen that movie and, in years. And John Goodman is such a small character in that movie. But it's... But he's so memorable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, I love it. Does he have like a curly, curly hair in that movie? It kind of comes out the side yes. of his hat, and he has those yeah. like big, thick glasses. Yep. So, Ugh. not looking <sighs> forward to this makeshift flamethrower. Oh, just the sound. I feel like I feel like that movie was always on like TBS or like whatever channels don't exist mm-hmm. now. I haven't watched regular TV, so I don't know. Damn, this is going on far too long. Can I? Do you want me to like redo my movie again? No, I think. Okay, it's so it's going to be arachnophobia for everybody out there that loves spiders. It's going to love this movie. For everybody out there that hates spiders, is going to love this movie. <laughs> and wonderful. wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us again. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family, having ourselves a party. I think I think it'll be good. You okay, Taylor? Yeah. You want some blow? I think I've had too much Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two sips gone. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you drink that shit? Because it's tasty. God. You know Why do you it, take like eighteen thousand different horse pills? Because it's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I just crunch them up. I'm like, <laughs> rub the fish oil. Yep. Up. <laughs> I just squeeze it over my food. <laughs> and then Wait. chew the capsules. <laughs> I like my scrambled eggs to taste like fish oil. Okay, whatever. Oh god. <clears throat> Damn.